me adam hunter i'm here with greg romero wilson the skinny greg romero Ooh. Wilson. crazy yeah, well I'm, I'm working on it i'm trying to i'm doing what i can you know no man i i could see, i want to see you in person i was like shit you look like you lost about 25 pounds it, it 15 15 16 pounds yeah somewhere around there that's awesome uh thank you, you so uh and you look more like a, a, a professor right now like i could see you as like a <laughs> I am a, a professor of comedy. This thing maybe, the maybe, comedy maybe institute. The it's, it's, I've, I've been setting the glasses too. I'm sure. Yeah, I've actually been setting people your way. People ask me, "Hey, how do I become a, a comic?" So I don't much have to see good if they see your set and go, "How do I do this?" Uh, like you don't go to a, a basketball. <laughs> no, but in, in every audience, there are wannabe comedians. I mean, I remember going to stand-up shows and being like, "Oh my god, I want to do this." Yeah. You know, I mean, and who else do you ask? You ask the comedians. How do I do this? Because people wonder that. I mean, that's that's one of the number one search terms is how to learn stand up. You know, when it comes to workshops, people just don't know where to begin, really. The worst, though, is when you do a set and someone wants to tell you their jokes, uh, because it's like there's really no easy way to get out of that. You know, it's like, hey, uh, you know, you get off stage. Hey, you know, you're really funny. I've been done doing this. Oh, great, man. Good luck. Yeah. How do I do this open mics? What do you think of this joke? And you're like, oh, God, I'm just trying to like, I've been waiting for the pauses so that I could, I could like fake laugh. Right. Like, I'm not even listening to the joke. I'm waiting for like, them to stop. The- no, and it's, it's, yeah. And it's, it's the worst is when they just start doing it without telling you they're the joke and you just start to get to feel like, this is prepared material you're doing oh, yeah. right now, right? Like, and then it's just like, ah, oh, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Like what they what they're what they're hoping is you're gonna hear we're like, oh my god, you're hilarious. You gotta do that on stage. What are you doing wasting your time here? You know, I mean, that's what they're hoping is gonna happen. Or, or they go, hey, put this in your act and tell you like the most racist joke you've ever heard. That's not even their joke, it's just some like racist joke about like oh that's yeah. that's the uh, worst is when they do there was one woman that insisted that and some i guess i made some joke i believe it was about uh the taste of jizz and uh she was like or no the smell of pee and she was like you got to change that to asparagus asparagus would work better I'm like well but that isn't really what you know they're like no 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 it asparagus trust me Dude, i asparagus. get mad i get like, mad when i see comics like when i used to do cruises I still do, do cruises, but sometimes I would see a cruise ship. I would see a comic do like old jokes, like from the internet. Um, and there's another comic in, in town that does that. Like a kind of a respected comedian. And he's like, hey, uh, a guy walks in. And I'm like, bro, like, come on, man. Like, tell a personal story or something. Right, yeah, when you're doing street jokes, uh, yeah, it's like, you, why are you even doing it at that point? I mean, you basically give it up. So, well, anybody can go up there and do that. Literally, it's like, yeah. it's, it's fucking karaoke. 
I mean, you're doing karaoke. And then there, well, and there's literally guys who've done karaoke. They're like, if I feel like the audience is not paying attention, I'll just start doing Cosby material. They don't even know the difference. I'm like, ah, uh, okay. That doesn't mean, <laughs> oh God, where do I start here? Uh, so many things wrong. Speaking so, of something wrong. So I'll tell you about my crazy week, but I was, I was hoping Sean and, you know, I, I, I can't stand when I can't stand. I love Sean and Don, but, uh, I, you guys coming, but I, I, you know, it's like, Hey, when I tell like a great thing, I, I love getting the reactions from these guys. And then I tell them, and I'm not, not that's wasted on you, but then I got to wait for them. And I, tell it again. <laughs> and I feel like now and I, I got to repeat it. Yeah. Well, I feel like for people watching it or listening, it's like they hear the same story twice. You know, how do you but think I feel, I feel? It wasn't that great the first time. So anyway, well, this <laughs> is pretty good. Uh, so, you know, I, we did that MMA UFC comedy jam last week, which I was actually, right. it went amazing. Like it went better than, dude, it was unfucking believable. But I was nervous as shit because, you know, I, you know, I do 15 minutes about just MMA stuff that I don't really yeah. have a chance to really practice. It's not like I could go. So I'm like, okay, even at the dime bar last week, you came to, it's Tuesday. And I'm like, all right, guys. Here's MMA jokes in front of like one person who knows MMA, which is you. Right. Everybody else. Yeah. And, and, and my set just goes for, it was a tough crowd anyway. It was like, first of all, everybody was there to see this one girl who talks about drinking her own pee. Literally. Right. Not even like, like 10 minutes on how she drinks her own urine and really does. And she bathes yeah. it and puts it in her eye. So any people, she had like fans. I don't know if they're urine fans or they're piss fans. She's like, come out and look hot. I'm like, piss warm. Like literally that was the crowd. It was seven people who were there to see somebody and her dad's recording her too. I'm like, this is, you're proud of this? Like, like literally it was an infomercial about drinking her own piss, right? Uh, Ron, how are you, by the way? Oh, I'm great now. I just <laughs> got in a great type of it. <laughs> Uh, he was looking forward to hearing this all weekend. He's like, I hope when I log on, they're talking about a girl drinking her pee. So drinking her own piss and bathing in it and wallowing in it, man. It turns me on. Oh. <laughs> there, she, there she gargle. There she gargle with it or you know? I think so. I would imagine so. I don't know. Maybe she just so, throws it back. I don't know. And you even referenced it like on your stage and then so then she goes so you 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 go on first right and you have a good set but it was one of the things where like you should have crushed that material is fucking amazing but these people were just like something was off with these people right uh yeah. and then, and then, then I, I was going first i mean you know, first, you know, that's cold, always the in, front of seven, in front of five people that they're there to yeah. see so then i go on next and now i'm like i lost complete confidence in my in my set because no one is laughing except for you somebody was like you know what's so funny i was worried about that too because i'm like I hope he isn't judging this just on their reaction because they don't know what he's talking about. Because you're making very specific fucking MMA fighter jokes. So then, so then it was like somebody was like, "Dude, I've never seen someone bomb with such funny material." I'm like, "Thanks, dude. Thanks a lot, man. Thanks." So, said that, right? so then, so then we, so then I go back, and that that was like Tuesday, Wednesday. I was leaving. I had an audition in the morning. I had two auditions. Uh, I had to take the kid to school. Uh, Brie had something. Or we, we were left for Vegas at like six o'clock at night. We left for Vegas. No, not even like nine o'clock. So we didn't get into Vegas like three thirty in the morning. And I'm performing Friday, right? Uh, and so we, we get we get to Vegas, and I'm and I gotta say, man. So the place held two seventy, and I fucking hit up everybody I knew in Vegas to come to the show. We had about three hundred and fifty people show up to this new place, and 
it was all like tattooed of people and like just, you know, fucking fighters and, you know, porn stars. This one guy's like, I'm bringing a bunch of porn stars. Is that cool? I'm like, yeah, go ahead. Of course. Dude, he brings two porn stars that I had hooked up with. Like I knew these people, like I, I <laughs> which is fine, but I, I have my wife and kid there, right? Like <sighs> I intentionally did not ask anybody that I had slept with in the past or any ex-girlfriends or anybody that I fucked. Cause I knew I had my wife and kid. I just didn't want it to be like, Right. So then they sit right in the front. Right. Like, and you can't, they're wearing of course. Like, pits fucking out to here. Luckily, my, my daughter was like, I want to go. It was so crowded. She's like, I want to go home and watch Gabby's dollhouse up, upstairs. I want to go in the room. So my wife, so she was a great wingman. Right. So I didn't have to worry about that, but I still was like normal. So then dude, it was like Andre Feely, who I was concerned about his head a little bit. Cause he's like, I want to make everyone feel uncomfortable. That's, that was his goal. And I sat with these guys for three hours each and went over all their sets. He fucking slayed. Edgar Slade, Sarah McMahon Slade, Gerald Harris had the fucking set of the, he'd been doing comedy 23 years, Gerald Harris, but he never had like a platform really. And he just fucking, yeah. it was one of those things where like every MMA joke was like, boom, boom. It was like a TV taping. Literally, you know, those fucking like, yeah, Leno, yeah. Leno said to me before I went on stage, this is gonna be the easiest set of your life, right? Getting here was the hard part. And he was right. Like it was that. I So I, I get off stage and I'm just fucking just on cloud nine because but I, but I was nervous because we couldn't fit everybody in there. Like I was literally putting chairs because nobody was moving. I was taking chairs from outside because I had asked people to come. They're, they're blowing up my phone. Adam, where are you? Adam, where are you? You know, and I and also I know the fighters. I know who where to sit everybody because I don't want to put like people I'm going to fuck with all the way in the back. And then so then uh, I come outside and like one other girl who was a porn star, another girl who just had a baby was like, Adam, great job. Flashes me her tits. I'm looking around for my like, oh, fuck. I hope my wife's done around looking at this right with my kid. Uh, and then, um, and then uh, those two porn chicks were like, were like, oh, it's so funny, Adam. We were just thinking about you and like your penis. And we, miss I'm like, dude, this never fucking happens. Like when I was single, two girls were not thinking about my penis. And meanwhile, I'm looking behind me at the elevator, hoping that. Anyway, so then that was it. Was just a fucking. It's like that Chris Rock joke back in the day. He was like, back when you were single. Uh, or all of a sudden you get these two girls, you get in a relationship and girls call you up, but like me and my friend are having a dick sucking contest. I want you to be the judge. Like that's literally like how I felt. So that was fucking awesome. Right. So now I'm, I'm on cloud nine, just, I can't sleep fucking buzzing. Great. And by the way, I don't, I don't want to come across as like one of those dudes like, Oh, you know, girls talking about your dick. It just, that actually happened. You know, I, I know I come across as an asshole. So I'm looking at your face, Greg. Anyway, so here's the deal. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, okay, you know, okay, this is great. Good for Friday. you. So then, All right. So then Friday, Friday, we, we, I like drive back to Vegas and uh, my wife's dealing with a lot of stuff at work. It's my birthday. My birthday morning, my, my daughter and my, and my wife put balloons, 50 balloons everywhere all over the room with little notes saying what we love about you, which was like so nice. But some of them were a little like, I love the fact you always go out to dinner, meaning like I can't cook. You know, my wife puts some funny things. Like, <laughs> or like, I love how you always flex in the mirror when you come out of the shower. I'm like, OK, I get it. So we like get home. So we get home and then it's like midnight. My wife's talking. Oh, I'm going to give you the best BJ, blah, blah, blah. You know, it's your birthday, blah, blah. And then uh. All, she's like shivering. She's shaking. She starts like, oh, something's wrong with her, right? And I was like, hey, uh, and I thought she wasn't that sick. I'm like, she's like, I got the, I got the trembles. I'm like, well, can you put my dick in your hand and just that way it'll be like a hand. <laughs> she's like, I'm not get for that blowjob. Right. She's like, I'm not feeling well. She's like, we could have sex, but I don't want to breathe on you. So let's just do it doggy style, right? So I'm like, okay, right. That's hey, that's being a team player right there. I like it. Did we wake yeah. up? 
Wait, wait, on a, and now I'm supposed to leave for a cruise Saturday at like one. I'm like, you got to get tested before I leave for this cruise, right? Because something's, you, you don't look well. She got COVID, right? Uh, so now I, I canceled the cruise. I stay home. I got the baby. And uh, she had 105 last night, 106 oh the night before. Like this fucking, and I'm, so I'm home. I'm taking care of her. Wow. Everybody. How bad did she not want to give you a blowjob? That she was <laughs> yeah, like, really. I, I better go. I better go lick the uh, handrail on the escalator. Make sure that I get COVID before I got to pay off on this. No, promise I made to suck this guy's dick. No, so, and I went to like, the last, look, so we went to get this COVID medication, this thing. Of course, one right age closed. The next one shut down. The third one we go to, I'm with my daughter. She's sleeping. They're like, okay, it's an hour and a half wait for the medication. Go wait over there, right, with other sick people. We go in this section of Rite Aid. It's, it's like the Bible section. That, that, that's when you know that, like, healthcare is fucked. When they're like, you know what? Uh, are- <laughs> go read the Bible. Maybe there's some answers in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, seriously. So then, uh, yeah, dude. So, so the, now I've just been, like, watching the baby all uh, which is like taking care of the baby and, and going up every and, and getting yelled at by my wife. She's like, you should be checking on me every three hours, taking my temperature. I'm like, OK. And then I got her all kinds of liquid. Uh, she's like, you got me energy drinks. So I'm like, OK, I did that. But I, I like made her soup and going up and taking care of that. So now I'm just, I was hoping to get that blowjob, honey. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Trying to get your energy up. It's still my birthday weekend. Yeah, no, the birthday weekend never actually. Uh, it was no, it was it was literally. Uh, it didn't. Yeah, so it's been that. And then I was worried I was like, getting fired for like, I'm like, I don't think I should go on this cruise ship. My wife just tested positive for COVID. Uh, they're going to make you fill out a form saying, do you know anybody that tested positive? I'm going to put yes. And then, and now she's like, she's like, why aren't you wearing a mask in my room? I'm like, I was inside you three hours ago. Like, I think that like, if I'm going to get it, I'm going to get it. You know, I don't think, so I haven't really been wearing a mask in, in like my house. So Don, how are you doing, man? I'm doing great. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm Don's so like, Don happy. loves his dog so much more after that story. It's uh, unbelievable. Yes. Yeah. 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 So that's just, I've just been trying to get her, her better. Dude, she's been going from 105 to 98, like fucking back. Like, but I don't even know if these. The that's rough. That's dangerous too. That's scary stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 been it's been crazy. Um, so I've, and and then watching my I, mean, I took my kid to like a thing in like the park yesterday, and she's like she fell. I'm like take a nap in the car. She's like I don't want to miss the party. That's what she told me. I'm like I'll wake you up when there's a party. So I have I have no symptoms. I'm completely fine. I've tested I tested negative. So hopefully hopefully I, I don't get it. If I get it, I get it. You know. Um, yeah. I've never had COVID. Have you ever- That's the way Summer and I have been. That's the way we've talked about. It. It's like if one of us gets it, the other one's probably going to get it too. So we're kind of resigned to it. I mean, the, the close contact is hard to avoid. Yeah, dude, it's crazy. And then meanwhile, I was driving the other day, and uh, this like Mexican like like guy with neck tattoos starts following me everywhere, and I'm like, oh shit, I hope this is not some, you know, like I'm like, what's going on? And he, he's like honking, and I'm like, this guy's trying to fight me. He's so I, I'm like, what's up, man? He's like. You left your kid's iPod on top of the car. I was like, oh, thanks, man. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. Oh. That's he's like, hilarious. He's like, it's pink, right? Oh, I'm like, yeah, man. I was like, thanks. <laughs> I was like, I'm an idiot. Oh, uh, Donna, did you, did you watch the fights? 
know how many times I've done something like that. I look at somebody, what a fucking knothead. What a, who would look, you know, do that to themselves and all. And then they're just the nicest person you ever meet in your life. And you're like, oh my God, what, you know, this prejudging thing is just taking a new level, you know. 100%. You know? Yeah, or you, the opposite. Uh, you're like, this person's going to be the nicest person ever and like the biggest dickhead. And the total assholes. Yeah. You know what, though? And yeah. I think I think there isn't a person alive that, that, can honestly say they've never done that. You know? Right. I absolutely, think every, absolutely. Every single person at some point to be like, uh oh, this is gonna be trouble. They're like, oh, oh my God. Or, well, this seems nice. Oh, you're a fucking dick. I mean, it just, we can't help yeah. ourselves. It's a natural that, thing to absolutely. do. Uh, to, to me, the best audience members are the ones that look the scariest. Uh, like the guy, the Mexican dude with the tats everywhere, he laughs the hardest. You know, like, uh, it's, yeah. it's just the guys. And now, like, you never know. It's like, um, you meet some of like people that you're like, oh shit, that guy, whatever. And the guy's like a fucking billionaire. Like that guy has like, uh, it used to be like, if you want to get a good job, you shouldn't get face tattoos. Uh, now it, it like, it doesn't make a difference. Like the guy, the face tattoo guy is the one with like, you're like, who's fucking Benz is that outside? Oh, this is that guy with the, you know, war. Yeah. Fucking <laughs> Post Malone over there. Yeah. It's him. <laughs> yeah. I don't right. know, but some of them, that's the thing, you know, the face tattoos thing, like everybody's, you know, every it's it's a fad. It's a thing. Like people are doing the tattoos on the neck and all that. I saw a girl that had fully blacked out her neck. One black, like she's wearing a permanent, you know, uh, turtleneck of blackness on her neck. And and I got to tell you, not all of them can be Post Malone. You well, know? that's probably a girl who had her ex-boyfriend or something on her neck and probably just covered it. Uh, it doesn't gonna make it isn't gonna make it any easier to get a job <laughs> at the <laughs> agents. <laughs> right. They're both. Did she fall one bad decision with an even worse decision? Good point. Very. Yeah, good point. yeah not all of them wind up driving Bentleys. Right. So, good point. Very good point. So fight over the, the majority week. of them. There's just. I mean, you. We're seeing it now. Our generation. You got women that are turning fifty with fucking tram stamps, and it's like, yeah. it's like, oh, look at that. That didn't age well, did it? Oh. Hey, grandma. Hey, grandma. Yeah. Hey, grandma. <laughs> <laughs> that rose yeah, is a long stem. Wasn't that your joke? Who used to do that? That isn't my joke. The the rose turned into a long stem. <laughs> uh, I've, heard, I've heard a lot of different variations about that joke. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so. Fights over the weekend. I don't know if you watched it, Don. I'm assuming no, uh, but no. <laughs> yeah. So what happened was Caitlin Vera, who was like this tough Brazilian, you know, judo champ. She fought Holly Holm, and people said it was a robbery that Holm really won. Maybe because I was trying to watch it while playing with my kid, while playing Barbie, while watching fights. You know, maybe I was. But it seemed like Caitlin landed the the better shots. It seemed like she won. I mean. Uh, I had it for her. Uh, there was one time she had her in like a standing choke that Holly's face turned fucking purple and it looked like she tapped. But it was one of those like you could tell she was thinking of tapping. She had her hand out. Right, and, right, right. And then she just turned her shoulder and got out of it. It was like, what? How did that happen? Uh, but I had Caitlin winning. Greg, who'd you have winning? I had her winning, too. And I even bet on her because it just felt like, you know, what the thing is with Holly Holm. I don't think she fights enough. Most fighters right now, I feel like maybe you're fighting too much. Her, I feel like she just doesn't fight enough. And so when she does come around, I mean, the, whatever evolution she gains, she loses because she was doing the straight, full, moving forward, 
throwing the one, two, three that she's always done and is easily defensible now. And so I just felt like she didn't do anything new and the other girl knew exactly how to fight her and did. Don, it does also seem like she lost a step. Like, there, you know, she wasn't as fast as she used to be. She's 40 years old now. Um, yeah. but, but I'll tell you what, I don't know what diet and weight plan she has, but she looks like in better shape than almost every single fighter in the UFC. I mean, because she has that like pale skin and not a lot of times people are like kind of pale. They don't look as shredded. Like you see a black dude and like, just like the shadows, they just look like they're, sh- even though a lot of times they are shredded, but they just look even more. So that's why when bodybuilders, they, they get tan when they want to like, but she looks like she could compete tomorrow in a bodybuilding competition and, and place. I don't know what she's doing or if it's not, if it's just, that's her body, but man, it seems like with age. No, she lives in the gym. I, I follow her on Instagram and she lives in the gym. Every post is just her working out, exercising. I mean, that's just, that's just her life, you know, but it's weights too. I mean, she's doing something right. As far as looks wise. Uh, and, but she doesn't look, it's, it hasn't got to the point now where it's, it's, it's too much. It's like just enough. I think maybe she could tone it down a little bit, but uh, Don, you ever hook up with any of those like super fit model fitness chicks? No, no, I wish I did. Boy, you're making me feel bad for myself right now. I don't know. Don, it's not too late. I think there's still a couple on the road for you. So uh, I, I had one girl I hooked up with who was in the UFC. I'm not going to say who it was, but she kind of was like cutting weight. And she, she was giving me a BJ and I was like enjoying it, but also being like, man, I wish I had arms like that. Like, holy shit. <laughs> Well, what's her name look like that from the pictures from the UFC comedy jam? Um, oh, the, Sarah McMahon. Sarah McMahon? Holy oh, my God. Her arms and sh- I was like, whoa. I was like, she's training for, I mean, she's jacked. Well, I was talking to her. She was the only wrestler in North Carolina in the whole state, female wrestler. Only one that did it. Okay. In high school. Uh, oh, like, all right. It, so it was she no, had to wrestle dudes. It was yeah, 100% wrestle dudes, and almost made it to state. Like she almost plays. She um, and then she went on to take second in the Olympics. Um, but she's always been like that. She, I guess, I guess she's always had that. Like she said, she's always had a great weight training program. Uh, and uh, yeah, I mean, she's also 40, 40 years old. So, it's funny she's. I saw those. I was like, damn, she's she she's buff as shit right now. She looks fantastic. We went out for dinner afterwards, after it was me, my wife, my daughter, her, and uh, Elizabeth Randleman, Kevin Randleman's wife, and Carla Duran, who's Stitch's daughter. Uh, and at the end, I see Sarah get up to leave. And I go, let's go, let's go to the bathroom. And then my wife went to go pay the check for my birth, you know, and then she's like, no, I got it. And then my, my wife goes, no, I got it. And Sarah goes, I'll fight you. <laughs> my wife oh. It's like, let's her have it. Let's her have it. And, and Bree said, she's like, I never been in a fight in my life. Like, she's like, she was laughing, but at the same time, like, uh, I never had anyone say, I'll fight you. <laughs> How about this, Sarah? Um, you give him the blowjob and I'll pay the check. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that would have worked out. At least you would have gotten the blowjob. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I bet she would have made that deal. <laughs> Sarah is a filthy comic, by the way. Like, she looks like suburban mom, kind of. Right. But she's not. She does not look like a suburban mom. I mean, not, I mean, not, she doesn't look like the. Her, she looks her, like, her, she looks her. like the mom that other moms go, just stay out of her way. 
Uh, maybe, <laughs> but she doesn't like not like the mom that like you're like oh you can't talk to that mom like like there's moms that like, no no not like that dude my like the girl on uh, this girl Shaney Rush who's like a fitness trainer slash fighter that does that boxing thing I do the boxing program the fight camp at the end of her workout she goes you've been Shaney smashed and that's always when my wife walks in like really. <laughs> <laughs> like come on uh all right so then uh mikhail Pereira, who is it michelle or mike or is it mikhail or michelle? I, I think it's michelle i think it's michelle, michelle for so he fought ponzanibio right another fight where i thought uh Pereira won like i i didn't think it was that like but you look at ponzanibio's face it was the biggest robbery of all time and i was like no he landed the harder punches i thought he did the most damage and he was a guy that when he first came to the UFC, Don, he was doing backflips, jumping off the cages, like doing all kinds of crazy shit that was, he was losing like half the fights. He got into a good camp where they cut out all that bullshit. Like literally not one. And it's not as fun to watch him in a little bit because he's not doing crazy, but he's winning. Now he's winning all yeah. his fights. And he beat Yeah, him. That, that makes a difference. Yeah, so... Uh, he, well, first of all, he's the biggest welterweight I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. He is so much bigger than... I don't know how he cuts the weight and then blows back up like that, but he's just... And it isn't even just, like, like he's tall. I mean, he's so much taller. He, he's just a giant for the division. And then... but I, And I think what we saw in that scoring was there was an emphasis. I think they, they scored it more based on on impact versus volume because Ponzinibbio was definitely connecting more. I mean, he was bat, 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 bat. But then when Fajaya would come in, it was wham, wham. And yeah, clearly yeah. They, were, they were scoring in favor of that power, you know? Because other, you know, when they when it was a split, I was not surprised it was a split decision. Because I always think it was, if they base it just on how many times it connected, you got to go with Ponzinibbio. But if you go with who was really affecting the other guy, you got to go with Fajaya. And so I, I'm just glad it worked out for hand because I want my part. So that yeah, was, no, uh, that so was then, like, woo. So then afterwards, right, uh, Pahea said he wanted to fight Masvidal because Masvidal's wife was in his DMs, right? So there was a emoji of, his, of, of Masvidal going like the prayer emoji, you know? And, um, and then Masvidal tweeted out bullshit, like, hey, we live in an age where people are suckers, blah, blah, blah. And his wife, according to the screenshot, was actually the first person saying good luck in your fight. So his wife hit him up first. So now uh, these two are going back and forth based on the wife. But the wife just said good luck to Masvidal and said, like, great job or something. And then Masvidal gave the prayer emoji. But it wasn't like, I, I don't know, this wife like she's causing problems because she just took away the first screenshot of her to which Masvidal said, no, your wife's doing this. So yeah. So that's like, uh, but it, it seemed very harmless anyway, of just going like prayer, like, thank you. And I, I think it just, you know, I think it depends on whether or not they had a relationship before. Like if they knew each other and were socially yeah. around each other, then I could see where she would reach out and be like, Hey, good luck with your fight tonight. Yeah. You know, but if they've never met, at all and just randomly she's like hey uh good luck with your friend tonight that i mean that is so the the con once again we live in a world out of context it seems like they never, the met before. Seems like they never met before everything but i don't think my but it doesn't seem like that's masvidal style i, I mean maybe i don't know so it, it, it's uh I, it's gonna that's gonna be a good fight though especially if with this with this uh 
DM scandal and um yeah yeah I don't know man I but 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 if I were if I were Pahea I would have questions for my wife if like hey you're saying this guy reached out to you you reached out to him first what's going on here like why are we doing this uh yeah because it seems like that's just some I don't know nah so anyway yeah, listen if she has the type those two dudes are it <laughs> you ever go through summer's DMs Greg no. Oh, um, sometimes I do. I go through my wife's DMs just because I know because it's all my friends making fun of me on her posts. I'm like, thanks. Oh, well, I don't. My, first of all, she's barely on social media at all, you know, and then that most of her social media is just following ferret videos. So, I mean, no, I don't. I don't, no, I don't. I don't think about it. I don't even worry about it. Don, you ever have girls go through your uh, DMs or you ever go through your wife's DMs, your exes? Nah, well, I caught her shit, yeah, there at the end, I caught, um, but hell, it wasn't on DM, it was right on her, her fucking um, email, random computer, you know, and wow, shared, yeah, we always shared everything, but she, when I caught her, she said, I didn't think that, she said, you impressed me, I didn't think you were smart enough, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, back in the day, Don used to cheat by payphone. Uh, and like, you know, beepers. so, and like, you know, carrier pigeon, you sent a pigeon over to me. <laughs> keep going, keep going. You'll hit one eventually. Go you, God. <laughs> exactly. We're both like, all right. Oh, fuck yeah. you. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah, I know. They, they can't all be winners. No, they no, can't no. All be winners. no, you got it. It's a rule of 10. You get, if you, if you get three out of 10, you're, you're a hall of famer, you know? You, you, you just got to keep firing. That's all. So, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. so Chitty, my buddy Chitty Bang one, uh, I was, he had this crazy elbow, uh, which is the second UFC win four in a row. He's a guy that was like in Bellator had like, not, he had a good record, but he went on Deanna White looking for a fight. His trainer's a guy named one kick, Nick. You ever you know what one kick Nick is? Don. Oh, cool. So he's this guy no. who's like, like a he looked, he looked like he's the real Chuck Norris basically. He's a guy that owns a gym, and he was a great kickboxer back in the day. I guess he would knock people out one kick. He also owns a couple strip clubs, uh, and he at one point had Phil Baroni and Bonner working as bouncers at the strip clubs. And you could pay in cryptocurrency. This is like five years ago, and no one was paying by crypto. He's he's always got some kind of weird, and he's just like a, rides a motorcycle. He came to my show with like the hottest strippers I've ever seen. He's just like a legendary guy who knows how to fight. And he's like an outlaw, one of the last remaining outlaws. This guy, so he's he was in Chitty's corner. So I was super happy for them. So cool. uh, he kind of reminds me, like, like him and Don Fry would be like a, the Expendables if they were like a real... Um, yes, yeah, so yeah, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a fan of his already from your description, man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that, that was cool. Actually, he's working for a club right now, which I don't know if you know this. So the Spearmint Rhino, Greg, you know, they have a competition now and a club called, uh, called the Peppermint Hippo opened up in Vegas. It's... <laughs> I'm not kidding. There's a strip club called the Peppermint Hippo, and it's direct opposite to the Spearmint Rhino. So, uh, which but, that is but, funny. I wonder if it's like run by like the former partner or something in Spearmint Rhino. Because sometimes that happens when guys get screwed over in one business. They're like, "Fuck you! I'm gonna get you back," and they just go, you know, just like in 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 Scottsdale when the two comedy clubs oh, yeah, were down yeah, the yeah. street from each other. Because yeah. the one guy kicked the other guy out, and so he went and started a club a block away from his. Yeah. You know that shit happens, man. 
So, but by the way, the Rhino, I've been there. I used to go there all the time. It was the best strip club, I think, in the world. Every girl was like a fucking 10. And it was the only club that you. The one in Vegas or the yeah. one in New York? In, in Vegas. Oh, the one in Vegas. And you could really pull ass out of there because the girls didn't need the money. They were making seven, six figures. <laughs> they were making like high yeah. six figures. <laughs> so they could talk to you and not, they're not one of these. Because then you go to a strip club and the girls are just like, oh, you want to buy a lap dance? No, thank you. Like they're just gone. These girls had like. Yeah. These girls had like, you know, Ben Affleck in the back and this one and that one. And it was like, I remember Tyson used to be there at noon by himself, like, like for the eating by lunch. by It was insane. Um, I remember one time there's a girl there who, uh, who like liked me. It was like right after I was on Chelsea lately. She's like, you were on Chelsea and was like flirting with me. And I was like, she was, she was on Rock of Love. I took from Rock of Love, like smoking hot. Oh, but well, you know, right away. She is stable. Stable, dude. This girl, this girl was so racist. Uh, and, like she just kept saying racist things about every person, and I had to pretend I didn't hear, you know, because I wanted to like hook up. <laughs> she was fucking hot. <laughs> it was like one of those where you have like the angel and the devil, and, and and the devil's like, no, she's racist. You can't. And the angel's like, fuck it, you're not gonna fucking marry her. Like you know, it was one of those. Uh, man, I think you have those mixed up. By the way, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> so, well, the angel's like, you're not going to marry her. Uh, well, no. Uh, yeah. The, the, the devil's like, bang her. No, uh, yes. The devil's telling you to bang her anyway. Right, 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 right. That's mixed up. It's fucking, I haven't slept in a while. Anyway, so I ended up like taking her back to her place. She was hard. I thought she would be great in bed. She had the fucking sleeve tats, fake tits, blonde hair. Like, you know, like she had all like, you know, you judged mom. a book by its cover. Single mom, like just was had you know, all, all the signs were there. All the signs for wild fuck were there. Yes. And the whole time she was like, go slower. Ow. Uh, like, I think she was just it wasn't uh, it wasn't great. It really wasn't great. Yeah. And I, yeah. And I told somebody it wasn't great. Her, I told my friend it wasn't great who told her friend and it got back to her. So then I went back, back there like a her. month later trying to sleep with her again. And she's like, fuck you. You said I sucked in bed. Blah, blah. And I was like, well, prove me wrong. It was, it was bad. It was just, yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> just trying to help you out, sweetheart. <laughs> you ever have that, Greg, uh, where you thought the girl's going to be smoking amazing in bed? It just wasn't. Oh yeah. So many times you think that girl's going to be wild because she's a stripper, you know, or, or something they're like, and, and then you get her back there and she's fucking lame. And you're like, oh, I thought this was going to be, Wild say it's always the opposite with that, you know. It's always the quiet girl that you think is gonna be like mm, that's what I get, you know. So what's up, people? Football might be over for the season, but basketball is in full steam for both pro and college hoops. From the latest odds, totals, player performance props to where the next fire coach is gonna land, bet online is the number one spot for all your sports betting needs. Now head over to their website or use your mobile device. Sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use promo code CLNS50 to get started. It's not just basketball, but online is your source for hockey, boxing, and UFC odds right to the Olympic coverage. And it's the best in the business, okay? From sports right down to your favorite Vegas casino games, BetOnline is your number one online wagering destination. BetOnline, the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports and play your favorite games. But online, where the game starts. What about you, Don? What about you, Don? Yeah, yeah I've had 
had a couple of scared the hell out of me. They were so crazy, you know. What were they? They went to They went to take a shower, and I grabbed my shit and ran. You know, God damn. <laughs> wow, I can't picture you running away from anything, Don. I, like the fact that, like, what, what did they do that was so scary? I just fucked this. I don't know. I don't remember, but all I remember is getting the hell out of there. You know, I mean, you get you, you hang with them. You know, a kid comes in from the other room. You know, you're like, wait a second, kid. You know, I mean, you, and, 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 and you're like they're, they're talking about marriage all of a sudden, and you're like, wait, 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 and you uh, do. You, do you like big houses or little houses? Um, I have a, I have some children, you know. Like, holy shit! <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, dude. One time, dude. one time, one of the first times I ever played El Paso, I hooked up with this girl, <laughs> and we go back to my hotel room, right? And she's like, "I just, you know, like." She was like, oh, my God, you're so funny. And then, like, I okay, so we separated. I went out. Then I saw her back at the hotel later. She's like, oh, my God. So we go back to my room, and she's like, she's like, let me just make a phone call. And she gets on the phone. She goes, yeah, I want you to get get, get get Junior and get Puppet and get him down here. We're going to kick this bitch's ass. I just saw her. She's over there at the Whataburger. Get over here. I'm at this guy's room. We're going to fucking go, get, you know, and all this. And I'm like, oh my what God. the? Are you, is this become a gang rendezvous? point because that's what it sounded like is happening right now i was like do you can you meet them outside now i was like how can i get her out of my room i was like i didn't want them all coming like come on in guys okay like i was like you can wait you know what you can wait for them over there that's fine wait out there they can they'll pick you up all right i'll oh, see you later my god that's crazy yeah you know, i had a girl one time who told me i picked her up from the club and she was like i, I fell and she was on like coke Molly, like just we, mm. I just it just kept mm-hmm. going, you know, like fucking all kinds of stuff, just all kinds of shit. K, I mean, and she's like, I'm in, she's in my car, and she looks at me and she goes, "You have to get your life together." <laughs> <laughs> Here, take some of this. It'll help. I was like, yeah. What the fuck. All right. So then, uh, all right, Eric Anders. Uh, against Park. Oh, what a robbery. Oh, my God. The fuck happened there? I thought Eric won, but he also looked off. Like, so he looked like he was something. He was going slower. His punches were not as crisp. It looked like he knew going in, like, man, he was having a, just an off day and still won. He had, like, 19 uh, double leg attempts. I thought he won the fight, but... He the game. He at least won two rounds. He was all over that guy for two. I don't know how you could give either of those rounds to him when he was pinned up against the fence for the majority of the round. I mean, I just don't know where he, how he wins a decision. You know, when he, the only round you could give him was the third round. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Maybe right. Exactly. It was so weird. Um, and then uh, Joseph Holmes. They call him Ugly Man Joe, uh, the black dude who just like had a fucking great knee. He won his fight. That was. Amazing. Uh, I made Dude, a Pollyanna. Can we talk about that Viana Richie fight? Because Pollyanna Viana, I wanted her to win because she's adorable. She is, yeah. she's hot, yeah. you know. But of course, the other girl dominated her again. Same thing, pinned her against the cage the whole time. You know, it's like she couldn't do shit. And it's like, well, you know, you know what your weakness is coming out of that fight. And then so. the, the, uh, the, the Parker Porter fight, that guy just looked like he, he was a Don. Look at the oh, out of like. Geez. Out of like a donut shop, just 
doughy white guy. Because well, the other guy looked like, you know, what you see in, in light heavyweights versus a yeah. guy that looks like what you see in, in heavyweights. Right. And, and so the him. other guy was fucking chiseled and fit, ready to fight. The other guy looked like, yeah, like he just come from his shift at Dunkin' Donuts and was like, all right, put him up, you know. <laughs> and he got taken down and just destroyed Don like quick. Uh, Chase Hooper won. That was pretty awesome because I uh, Chase, Chase looked great, man. We you better watch out. This kid's gonna let me be talk something. for a sec. One sec. Let Sorry. Me talk for, uh, I love you. All you right. never go so, to me. Uh, go, all right. Chase Hooper was a guy, Don, that uh, when he first came to the UFC, it looked like it was like child support. I mean, child services. He was just getting the shit beaten out of him, but he's great at jujitsu. Tall, lengthy, skinny guy with raggedy hair. And he would just somehow win after getting the shit beaten out of him the entire fight. <laughs> And finally, people like kind of caught up to him. They were like, okay. And he was getting hurt. But I'll tell you what, he's like an octopus. The guy, he gets taken down, he gets his legs in you somehow from every position. And he won the fight by stoppage. Greg. I already said it. <laughs> I'm not talking to you now. I'm not talking to you. Oh, man. Oh, God. And then uh, Sam Hughes, this girl started off. My feeling. Started off as her career 0-3 in the UFC. Has won her last two fights. Oh. Uh, so that's what happened in the fights. In Eagle FC. Uh, you guys watch Eagle FC? No. Nobody <laughs> How do you get into it? UFC? Wait. If you have a, you have a, a record of 0-3, how do you get into the UFC? Was, no, that kind was, of record? No, she started off her, her UFC career 0-3 in the UFC. She was... She oh. had, yeah. Well, I, I, thought they, I thought they got rid of you after two losses. How does she get a third? They do, but not like in certain female divisions or if you're Sam Alvey. Uh, <laughs> for some reason, Sam Alvey is back. He got cut. That, they back. Write that joke down. That goes to the next. Uh, that goes to the next special. I mean, Sam Alvey's back again. He lost six in a row. They, they, they actually cut him. <sighs> they put him back. Oh my god, it's unreal. Yeah, they can't. He definitely has videos of somebody in the higher ups or something. Like something. They just, they love. So, you know he what? Goes, he's a bit of a gimmick, too. And I think one of the things is once you're kind of known, you become a name. They're like, hey, it's a name. Everybody knows, you know, and it's throw him in there. It's a fight night. We need a name. So, Eagle FC, which is Khabib's organization, uh, Jorgen De Castro started fighting six years ago. Uh, he, he was a soccer player from Cape Verde. Great guy, kind of a big heavyweight. He, he admits he got lazy in the UFC. He was going for that one-punch knockout. Was in, was getting outworked. He fought Junior Dos Santos in the main event. And it was a pretty competitive fight. Dos Santos was winning. He looked like he was about to, like, finish him in the third or at least stop him. And he, he punched him, and his shoulder gave out. But Dos Santos punched him, and he goes, ah, ah. And then Jurgis pointed to the ref. And then DeSantos punched himself like he couldn't throw his shoulder anymore. And then Jorgen won the fight. And he's just running around screaming like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, everyone's mad at him. I beat DeSantos. <laughs> yeah. So he, he's saying he, he wasn't happy that he, the other guy lost. It was He was just happy or something. I, I don't know. But he won the fight because the other guy, because DeSantos' shoulder fucking came out of his socket. And then some people said, could you just put it back in? Uh, because it was they had Chael Henry and uh, what's his name on on uh, um, they had uh, Kamara Usman like those are the the uh, three commentators and uh, they're obviously paying great money for everything but they're like just put a put a shoulder back in 
<laughs> but that wasn't going to happen. Um, and then in the in the co-main event, Hector Lombard against here we go uh, against Tiago Santos. So Lombard came out and dropped him and was looking fucking great. Like was just pounding on him. And then the second round, Lombard got dropped. And then he went to get up and Santos threw an illegal knee. And then uh, he couldn't continue Lombard. So it was a, it was a, a disqualification. So nobody won that fight. Uh, so those were the two. <laughs> I think this is what happens when you hire the guys that are like 60 uh, and they're, they're not really working anymore. Their shoulders give out halfway through. Um, and then two maniacs, Hector Lombard. Uh, we have Hector Jr. here. Hector, what happened? I was trying to fight. I went to do the fight. As you know, I only fight for the first five minutes. Right, right. The first five minutes, I fight. I fight a good. But then the second round, I very tired. Very tired. And I want to let down. And when I went to let down for a little, you know, the, the little nap, uh, and then he kicked me in the face. And yeah. I'm like, this is uh, no fight, no fight. Okay. All right. So uh, now are you going to run it back? I fight him right now. I meet him downstairs at the laundry man. Ah. We're going to fight there. All right. Okay. Uh, now, there's a new organization, <laughs> by the way, called uh, Ice is War. It's hockey fights without the hockey. So they just have two guys on skates fighting each other. Uh, this was a, uh, it, it started out last week. I'm going <laughs> to. This is, this is what I was talking about. This is where it was uh, all, you know, I'll it was it. all, it was all downhill from Jake Paul that, just right down into anything goes fucking, this is circus. They, shit. Had, they had two brothers fight each other. I'll show you guys some highlights of it. Are they real brothers or stepbrothers? No, two uh, real brothers. So yeah, so it's just hot. Well, the fights aren't very long. No. You know, I'm uh, I'm starting a um, a new fight league myself. It's called Bite TV. It is. Uh, humans fighting bears on roller skates. So um, nice, nice, nice. Yeah. So um, it's gonna be then, very exciting. And then I don't know. Do you guys see what happened with the uh, United passenger guy? So uh, no, what? so basically, so what the, now? There was a guy in United uh, who who got hit first. Actually, he got hit first by the guy who works there, and he knocked out the other guy who worked at United. And then the guy almost went into the luggage, like where the luggage goes. Oh, this uh, is the Newark fight. Yeah. yeah, the Newark fight. Did you see it, Greg? I saw a bit of it. Yeah, I didn't so, see the other guy get hit. Get him first. Yeah, this one. But see, he had already hit him before. He, he there's more to that. The one I saw, the other guy started it first. Then oh. he was like, "Fuck, I gotta fight this guy back." Oh, and okay. then we then he landed too. But he'd already, the other guy had already punched him a couple times before that, you know? So then he punched him a couple times back, but then the other guy, yeah, knocked him right into the luggage. Fucking thing. And I'm like, where are the cops? The airport has cops everywhere. Where are they during this? 
But if you would have came out during the luggage, though, that would have been awesome. Like if like you get in your luggage and then the guy just rolled. Imagine he knocks him out, and then you're like, he goes all the way. He the just comes out on the carousel. Yeah, is that what you're saying? The guy just comes <laughs> right out. <laughs> or you go to claim your bag, and he's swinging it at this dude. You're like, hey, I have my grandmother's birthday gift in there. <laughs> Um, so Patty the Batty, you know who that this guy is, Don? No. Okay. So Patty Pimlet. He's a guy guy from England, right? And he fights at 155. And he was like the next big thing from England, the guy. Like he's and he's really good. I mean, he's yeah. They call him Patty the Batty. Uh Patty Pimlet. So is boxer or fighter? Uh UFC fighter. So Okay. So, so now they have he's he's he fights at 155. He's up at 205 right now. Uh, he's so fat, and uh, he's been he's been seeing all uh, there's all kinds of pictures of him and stuff and stuff. Some people are like are like photoshopping him, but he he looks like man. I mean, 205 to 55. Like, what is he thinking? Uh, what's that? He looks like McGregor. No, but he's he's like ripped and fun and he's a good fighter and this and that. But he's just been like, I don't know what he's thinking. Like, I don't know why he's going to get It sounds up. like he either lost his girlfriend or he got a girlfriend. One or the other. <laughs> yeah, I'll show you pictures. I mean, now Both people are, are like. make you gain 55 pounds. 50 pounds. No, it's him. He's been going. He's been living in San Diego. And so this is him when he's like totally ripped. Right, Greg? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That kid. Yeah. He looks like a member of the who. Yeah, yeah, right. But now this is him now. Uh, this is this is what he's been looking like. Uh, hold on. Let me see if I can find it. Patty Pimlet. I mean, it's just like, I don't know what he's thinking. Like lo- losing 50 pounds is just not. Yeah, it sounds like he discovered Mexican food. That's oh, what yeah. that sounds like. There it is. Oh, yeah. Get that, getting that Mex, that good Mexican food in them street tacos. Yeah. I mean, that's really him. And now people are kind of going crazy with, with, with like these uh, these like photoshops. But I mean, I mean, he's not going mean, to like people are. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, Don, 50 pounds. What would you tell a guy that like you're coaching a guy and he gets up to 205? He's a 55 pounder. Get your fat ass away from the table. <laughs> oh, there you go. Have some respect. That's a respect for yourself, for God's sake. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah, yeah. I mean, eventually, you know, he's going to get called to fight. And what's going to happen when he can't fight? He's going to have to fight at 170. He's going to have to go to 70. I mean, 70, 35, is, I think that's going to be even hard. But he's not. But the thing is, he gets he gets rocked at 55. He's not like he's good, but he seems like he's very susceptible to punches. His, head, his chin's usually up. And a lot of fights, he gets hurt, comes back and wins. Um, I don't know. I mean, you put weight loss on top of that. It's just a recipe for disaster. I don't know what he's thinking. He needs to get a better trainer, uh, better people around him. Like, it should be like, uh, I mean, in like when I was in college wrestling at one point, I think they do it now. You have a body fat percentage where you can't get, you know, I don't know. I almost think that <laughs> some kind of contract. What are you doing, Greg? What are you laughing at? No, I'm laughing at you. You're like, I don't know. 
<laughs> so there's a new uh, there's a new challenge now. Um, by the way, a new TikTok challenge where kids have pellet guns and they're shooting people with uh, I don't know. They're freezing something and teenagers go around shooting people, uh, which is like what, what the fuck's going on? Why are what? Someone's gonna get murdered. You know that, right? Some kids are gonna get shot in the head. The kid's gonna shoot somebody. A guy's gonna have a gun. He's gonna shoot back, and then that person is gonna get off, which rightfully so, because he's not gonna know if it's a pellet gun or a regular gun. Uh, this is just bad parenting here. Um, but what would you do, Don? It's one thing about social media, man. It's great for spreading bad ideas. <laughs> At least, you know what I mean. Like when we were growing up, somebody had to go out of town and hang out with their cousins for a few weeks, and then come back and be like, "You're not gonna believe what the fuck they're doing over there." And then you finally get that bad idea, and then you could do it in your town and everything. But it didn't spread nearly as fast. Yeah, it's crazy. It's fucking crazy. Um, all right, so uh, in MMA news, coming up, uh, no UFC this weekend, which is like crazy. It's been like 80 weeks in a row. But um, but there uh, the next big one is the UFC Fight Night, which is uh, Rosenstruck versus Volkov. Uh, do you know those guys, Don? What's that, buddy? You know Rosenstruck versus Volkov. All right. Well, no. anyway, so uh, Volkov's a guy. He's been around forever. He's 34, 10 and 0. He's coming off a loss. Uh, he lost to Tom Aspinali in the first uh, by an arm lock. And uh, Rosenstruck's a guy who. Everyone was like super high when he remember he almost took uh what's the name's head off all overings head off um and then he lost to Curtis Blades his last fight he just got basically just laid on but he he lost um so two guys main event coming off losses uh I think Volkov wins I think Rosenstruck's a guy that they kind of figured out they figured out he's a tough guy strong guy but doesn't have the the fight IQ um that you need to be one of the very best guys or if not the best. So, what are you talking about? If you're saying he, you're saying he almost killed um, uh, Overeem, goddamn! I mean, Overeem's yeah, Overeem's like what? Yeah, no, you're right. But that was um, that was like in the fifth round. There was four seconds left. Overeem was winning that fight. Uh, after that, he got knocked out by Ngannou. He beat Junior Dos Santos. He lost to Cyril Gan. He beat Sakai. He lost to Curtis Blades. So he's gone you know, three and two and three since that fight or two and two. Um, so against the very best guys, but he knocked out right. Dos Santos, you know, um, but that was an older Dos Santos. Uh, by the way, Overeem now, I guess is doing pro wrestling, which I think oh, is yeah, good for him. Yeah. Uh, how, how do you think for he'll do? Who? I don't know. Uh, let me see. Overeem pro wrestling. Uh, I just, somebody wrote about it. How do you, how do you think he'll do? I think he'll do great. I mean, you know, he's a hell of an athlete. I mean, uh, you know, he's an athlete. I mean, professional athlete, and he knows what he's doing. And he knows how to control his body. So I think he'll do a great job if he's retired from fighting. I just don't think you can mix the two, you know? Yes. So it says uh, he's doing a professional wrestling match. Uh, he says Overeem recently discredited the world of wrestling. Now the 42-year-old, I think that was probably did it, uh, Authors of Pain, a former tag team just formed their own wrestling business. Former WWE performers Killer Cross, Nia Jax, Lana, and Mojo Rowley will compete in the wrestling entertainment series for the WS World Title. Adam Schur, Adam Strowman will face Overeem in the, in, the, in the main event. So, yeah, that's what he's doing. I know Killer Cross. He's been to my show. He's a nice guy. 
Um, but yeah, good for him though. Uh, I hope he makes a lot of money. Uh, I do too. The, the, my favorite wrestling though was the guy that was like going hard against you, and you went hard back, and then the guy just quit. Back, and then the guy just quit. Which one was that? <laughs> Weren't you in like in like Japan? Yeah, I was in Japan. All for all my wrestling matches. Yeah, but which which match are you talking about? I don't know the guy's name, but there was a guy that was going like super hard on you, and then you were going hard back, and the guy just walked out of the ring. Oh, <laughs> I don't remember. Oh, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll just think about that. I'll have to remember that. One. Also, Dan Ige I'll is fighting uh, Avlov on this card. Um, Alonzo Menafield, who was the guy that was like, didn't start fighting till didn't start training till he was like fourteen or fifteen. Went to like twelve different group homes as a kid. Um, Felice Herrick uh, is back. She's the girl that you know. She kind of she was like used to post crazy stuff online, like her like quasi naked hot pig. I think she got a boyfriend because she stopped doing all that shit. Mm, um, lame. Which you know, but she's back. Little bulldog. Her last fight. Uh, her. Uh, Remember, she actually made the girl shit herself. That was a couple fights ago against Justine Kish. She had a choke so hard, the girl shit the, um, the octagon. Um, but she lost her last oh. fight against uh, Jandroba. That's got to be the hardest walkout you can do. <laughs> like, also, the fastest, you know, you're like, out of my way, out of my way. <laughs> so she's lost three in a row. She's fighting Carolina Kowalczyk from Poland who has lost one, two, three, four, five, five in a row. So uh, they're both due. <laughs> for I was going to say, sounds like my kind of lady. Ah! I like a girl on a losing streak. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so, but, uh, so that's, that's, that's that fight. Um, and then Erin Blanchfield, who's a badass. She's, she's eight and one. She's like 21 years old. She's fucking fighting J.J. Aldrich on this card. Uh, Johnny Munoz is a good fighter fighting Tony Gravely. This is, this is like a sleeper card because the fight after that is the one everyone's probably going to be like, uh, is it the Glover Teixeira against uh, Jerry Prozaska? He's the guy with the crazy hair that just, like, fucks everybody up. That's from Singapore. Yeah. That's in Singapore. Have you, been, have you been to Singapore? Don? Uh, uh, no, I have not been to Singapore. No. Dude, it is the cleanest place you've no. ever been in your life. I don't know what they do with the Yeah, they throw you in jail for spitting. they throw you in jail for spitting gum on the sidewalk or something? Pretty much. I mean, I don't know what they do with the homeless people, too. There's no homeless people anywhere. I'm actually kind of scared to know what they do with that. Uh, but uh, <laughs> so Glover is fighting Jerry. Uh, Shevchenko is fighting Talia Santos, who's 19 and 1 who beat Joanna Wood, beat Roxanne Modafari, beat Jillian Robertson, beat Meatball Molly. But, uh, you know, Shevchenko's a different beast. Um, totally. Uh, Joanna Yanjunchek's fighting Zhang Welly. Uh, that first fight was amazing. Um, I was going to say, that'll be a fun one to watch at the very least. I mean, Joanna, I mean, she's one of those ones you're like, what happened? She was so amazing. She had those fists of fury. And then, I don't know, she's like, once she became champ, and didn't she get fake boobs? And then I, I guess the it became all about. I think the uh, she be, just became about. I think she just became like glamorous, and and like the fight game just fell apart. Let's hope she's back, man. She moved to Miami. Lee is no pushover. She's not a boy. That's a tough nut to come against. Did she move to Miami and got fake tits? And that was like 
fucking the end. Yeah. And just uh, like, and it ended her. And, she, and then all of a sudden it was terrible at fighting. <laughs> she had a bad relationship though. The guy was cheating on her. Uh, she caught the guy cheating, which uh, I think that could have also fucked her up. Um, yeah, yeah. Isn't that most relationships? <laughs> you think most people? Yeah. yeah. That's how relationships end, don't they? I don't yeah. know. What's wrong with us? I, don't know. I think it's just that's just the way it is. I just can't keep. Nobody a wants to cheat. That that no one's cheating. Plus, I can't keep a secret. I'll feel too guilty. I I fucking tell my wife everything. I, I, the other night she's like 106, and I'm like, by the way, I'm gonna talk on the podcast about those two porn stars. And she's like, Adam, I'm fucking. I have 100. I can leave my room. <laughs> totally like yeah i don't have time for this right i can't feel this right now. god what a dummy you know but that's the thing that no you marry the one that you don't obviously want to ever cheat on and hope never cheats on you that's the one that you marry it's all the rest of them leading up to that that usually it just falls apart anyway I, I think so i think also that like uh me and you greg don you know we're guys that we had success before we got a little bit of uh more success. like pussy was not like you know some guys didn't ever get any chicks and then they work their ass off to get to the point where they have money and they marry someone along the way because that's what they're, they're supposed to do. And then they get married and they're like, I don't even want to be with this person. And then they cheat because then all of a sudden they become more attractive to other people. You know, um, I think people, they, you get caught in this like thing of like, you end up casting your life. And I understand it because I got caught up too, but like, you're like, okay, got to go to high school. Got to get good grades. Got to go to college. And then when you go to college, you have to get a good job. Uh, and then you have to get married because you look around and everyone else is getting married and has a good job. You know, no, that's exactly what I agree. Then you have to have a kid because everyone has a kid. And you want to keep up with everybody. So now you're married and you have a kid and a job, but you never actually stop to think like, what makes me happy? Like, what do I actually want to do? Who do I actually want to be with? Like, and you end up like casting your whole fucking like woman. Movie, but. What was that? Like, like, my feelings, my feelings. <laughs> no, I'm telling you, though. Don's still just made a leather boy. Like, no, a lot of people get caught up in that race, man. That's kind of why I dropped out of college. I hate to say it, but I was like, man, I'm running a race I didn't sign up for. I'm looking around. Yeah, no, like, that, that, listen, that's the way it was growing up in Texas. There was a very specific ladder of events that everybody did in the exact same order. You know what actually changed? I was always like, do we, and I messed with the order of things all the time. Like even in high school, when I realized they showed us the curriculum and I look at the four-year plan and I'm like, why are all the electives in your senior year? And all the tough stuff, like let's mix, let's mix this in and make it easier. So I rearranged my entire curriculum. And then, uh, and, and then I'm watching some MTV, you know, documentary or whatever about Kiss. And I see uh, Stanley, Paul Stanley, like in bed with like six chicks. And he's like, you can live any kind of life that you want. Ah. You just got to be willing to go out there and make it, make it a reality or something. And I just remember being in high school going, that's right. Paul Stanley's right. You can just lay in bed with six chicks if you want. And uh, as it turns out, you can. Well, that's one of the worst parts about comedy. And one of the best parts about comedy is that there's no, it's not like anything else where you do it for 20 years, you're guaranteed to get a good job. Now, you, you could do it 25 years and never make a fucking dollar. Or you can you can yeah. do six months and all of a sudden you get a special somehow you know uh, I'm sure <laughs> McCorkle right. right now I know yeah. I was gonna say you know you want the McCorkle angle on that one um, but it's also one of those things where like there's no guarantee of success which is why most people don't go into it 
Or they go, yeah. I don't, they don't, they don't want to have- they drop out of it after a couple of years where they're like, this is going nowhere and I got to make some money. So boom, that's it. My, my, my wrestling coach used to tell us in college, he's like, if you're not thinking about quitting, you're not working hard enough. And uh, that's the same thing that goes for comedy with me, man. Like so many times I'm just like, fuck this. What am I doing this for? I mean, I remember there was a dude, there was a comic in New York named Hood. And he was also a, uh, an investment banker at Goldman Sachs. And I remember he got promoted. They were going to promote the managing director. And they were like, we're, we're going to promote you, but you have to quit doing comedy. Yeah, you can't be running off and do a comedy anymore. And so he had to choose between, you know, being a managing director at Goldman Sachs or still doing stand up. And of course, he chose Goldman Sachs because he's not yeah. a fucking idiot. So, you know, and that was it. We never saw him again. He was done. I was wondering what happened in the hood. I was wondering what happened. And he would also, by the way, this is also a time when the end of his act, he was a Middle Eastern comic and he would end the act by ripping open his shirt and he had like a fake bomb vest on and he'd be like, ah, la, 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 and then run off stage. So that just tell you where comedy was at. No, he would go, he goes, do you guys like the show? And I would go, yeah. And he goes, you saved the show. And then he would open up his thing. He's like, now I won't let this yeah. thing. Yeah, but that yeah. was back when I remember the seller, anything went. It was the best. It was yes, it was about pushing boundaries. It was about being wild. It was about being shocking. It was that's what it, the game was. Who could shock the most? Shock comedy was huge in the 2000s. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look at Family Guy. Family Guy, all that. It was pure shock comedy. Yeah. Well, Don, what do you got coming up? Oh, hell. That's a good question. <laughs> He's like, I got to sit here and reduce some swelling on the knee. And yeah. then, uh... Uh, God damn it. I knew what I had coming up. Now I forgot all about it, Burger. Cramony. Uh, my daughter, my oldest daughter, Katie, just graduated from Johns Hopkins University today. Holy so, cow. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Congrats, and, buddy. Uh, That's a big deal. That's awesome. Congratulations. Yeah, she got a double. She's got a double major. Thank you. And then she's already being accepted to NYU for her master's degree. You sure it's your daughter? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's got a bad attitude. So. <laughs> you know whose daughter came to my show, by the way? On, on last week, Tito Santana's daughter came. Fucking, she's like, oh, wow. Yeah, she's like super hot and like jujitsu and runs a wrestling promotion and. All kind of, yeah, Tito Santana. I I, I I used to love Tito how, Santana. How old is she? She's about to be like early 20s, I think, mid-20s. Uh, maybe. I'm just, I mean, you kind of over the hill, you know? Shit, I thought I was old. <laughs> yeah, I, well, I remember being at Macaulay Culkin's house, uh, which was also a crazy experience. Uh, Macaulay Culkin just kept telling me anal sex jokes. And he was like, so nice, by the way. But um, he's like, oh, you're a comic? <laughs> Then, dude, then he told me, he goes, I got the best chicken cross the road joke. It took me three years to write it. And I was like, all right, what is it? He goes, knock, knock. He goes, why the chicken cross the road? I go, why? He goes, to get to your house. I go, okay. And he goes, knock, knock. I go, who's there? He goes, the chicken. <laughs> that was kind of funny, actually. Uh, but anyway, Macaulay Culkin, I'm at his house, and he has, he's a big wrestling fan, and he had wrestling figures, like, in, on his thing. And I'm like, is that Strike Force? 
Rick Martel and Tito Santana. And he's like, yeah, you know about Strike Force? And we like instantly bonded. I don't even know how I remembered that, but that was from the, the, like he had. And then I told Tito Santana's daughter that like, dude, I was at McCulloch's house and, and he had a, a thing of your dad. And he was, she was like, really? But uh, yeah, it was fucking crazy. But she's like, she was like really hot. And uh, yes, anyway, so. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. I was thinking. I was thinking about Carlos Santana. I'm sorry, but no, so was I. This whole time, well, actually, I wasn't thinking Carlos Santana. I was like, I guess Carlos had a brother in the band. That's what I was thinking. Like, I was like, did his brother play the bongos or something? The, no, Jenny, the, you know. no, Jenny, Jenny Santana. I'll show you. I'll show you a picture of her, dude. Like, um, hold on, let me see if I can find a good picture. Uh, no, I want to find a, I want to find a picture Carlos. of Katie Fry. I want to see if she looks like the, right the Donster. Yeah, this is her, Greg. <laughs> oh wow! Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's glamorous. Yeah, but like, also not like too much, you know. Oh, here we go. So it's like, well, yeah, I'll that's definitely that's definitely not too much. <laughs> that was so natural. Yeah, what a natural pose and lighting. Very natural. <laughs> Sorry, Don. Go ahead. I, I uh, commented on my my daughter's graduation photos about being showing a little bit too much skin, you know. And um, <laughs> the dad, it was only a off the shoulder dress. Yeah, well, up top, but there's nothing, hardly nothing covering your legs, you know. <laughs> it's like a hand towel, you know. <laughs> Dude, Mark, Mark Holman has these daughters that, uh, uh, hold on, how, I want to find out how, how, how old they are because, uh, and he's always posting, uh, I think they're like, uh, Mark Holman has daughters. And it's funny because they're always on Instagram okay. and, and like people post it on like forums, but every single comment is, seems like a great dad. Like, uh, like they're all like even scared of Mark Coleman in the pictures. Like, what a wonderful father! <laughs> what, a, what a wonderful father! Like, nobody's even gonna fucking come close to saying anything about that, uh, dude. It was funny. Like, there was a whole thing about uh, about like Rachel Ostevich. Remember, you know Rachel Ostevich, right? You know Rachel. Yeah. She's like, she's hot, huh? hot Hawaiian girl. Yeah, thing. like smoking yeah. hot Hawaiian girl. And I remember there was a whole there was a whole page on the underground about her, like about like how hot she was, and, like she's one sexy pick after another, blah 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 blah. And um, and then all of a sudden, uh, what's it called again? Her father joined the thread, like, hey, that's my daughter. And it was like you could tell her father was a fighter named Bob Ostevich. And then every and then every comment was like, oh, uh, seems like she's uh very well learned. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, like I hope to meet you one day, sir. Like, yeah, they were not fucking around. Um, anyway, so uh, hope you guys are doing well. Um, yeah, so Mark Coleman says his daughters are gonna make what is he saying? Fucking, they're gonna make a they're going to MMA, but uh, were, are, were you friends with uh, Coleman after your fights? I thought, I thought those daughters were nurses. What happened? Now they're gonna fight. Oh, this is a long time ago. I don't know. You know, who knows? Are they nurses? Yeah, I thought they graduated. I thought they graduated from Ohio State as nurses. Oh, crummy. But they're tough. Um, they're national champion gymnasts, you know, and all that. Oh, they're wow. athletic. So they're like strong, yeah. 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 fucking athletic. Well, their fucking dad is a he's a freak athlete, man. That guy was a freak athlete. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's strong. 
just a monster strength, man. Was he, the strongest guy, was he the strongest guy you ever locked up with? Uh, yeah, him and yeah, him and Shamrock could be a tie, I would say. You know, they're both so incredibly fucking strong. It was amazing. But even stronger than like Akabono? Oh, man. <laughs> you know what? That's, that's an odd one to try and compare to this. You know, Akibono just grabbed hold of me and just bitch slapped, bitch threw me across the rope, you know? Shit, man. I mean, he's just amazing strength because of his size, you know? So, fuck. Uh, I would say, I would say they were probably stronger than Akibono, yeah. I mean, they were both just, just amazing athletes. Akibono is too. I mean, you know, I mean, to do what he's done is incredible. It's crazy. It's crazy. Well, this Friday, this Friday, going to be in Vegas at the Dirty and 1230. So catch me uh, there next Wednesday. I'll be doing the Venice Underground. And uh, and then I'm um, trying to think what else we have coming. Uh, then the 9th through the 12th, I'll be at TK's in Dallas. Uh, that's TK's place in Addison. Um, and then after that, Campfire Comedy out the high desert. And uh, something the week after that that I don't remember. So, um, so that's what we got going on, man. It's awesome. International Fight Week. I will be at the Strat, back at the Strat in Las Vegas, July sixth and seventh. I'll be at Off the Hook Comedy Club in Naples, Florida, uh, Arizona House of Comedy, July twenty first to the twenty fourth. I gotta, I, I gotta get you back in there, Greg. Um, yeah, I'd love to. I mean, yeah, I'd love to to get back over there, to pop in and show my face and. Get back on the, on that stage. They're good people. Yeah, well, you know, you're one of. Oh, them. you know what? Uh, June 25th, 26th, I'll be uh, up at uh, New New Jersey uh, doing a signing with uh, Mark Holden. Awesome. Yeah, That's awesome. There yeah. you go. Go see the legends. Uh, well, thank you guys Done so much. Right. Uh, um, you guys are the best, and uh, love you guys. Take care. See you, brother.